You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. We didn't plan on making this a series, but we are diving in. The word says that the weapons of our warfare are mighty for the pulling down of strongholds. Today, we are taking a closer look at the mighty name of Jesus, the power that it holds, and the ways to declare his name over your life and over any situation you find yourself in. Let's get into it. The last time I challenged you to something, it was a, it was a handstand. In the, uh, pool. in the pool. In the pool, yeah. And Did I was you do great it? at it, yeah. I was not. <laughs> but <laughs> Did but I, I do it? I was like, your legs weren't above the water. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like to lose, though. So, like, even if I get hurt sometimes, pride will kick in and I'll make 100%. it happen. Uh, quick story time, and then we'll get into the I'll show up with, like, a crooked nose, and you'll be like, what happened to you? And I'm like, I what used happened? to end competition. You know? Um I'm going to make it happen. Heidi and I were having a handstand competition on my 30th birthday in a pool in Florida. There you go. And we looked so cool. We had face gogs on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were like full face. I can't face, plug my nose. Like, full face gogs. And neither, we, I have to plug my nose with my hand. Yeah, same. Um, so when we were having our handstand competition, time of our lives, by the way. Of course. Mom was on the uh, pool deck looking at like looking for lizards because we we're in florida <laughs> and she goes i'm not getting in that pool there's gonna be a snake in that pool there, this is florida yeah uh sorry florida people here in the north have a misconception about a lot of things and granted i mean i know things can end up in your pool but this was maintained okay yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of listeners in florida yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's shout why out florida. shout out florida um we wish we were there it is warmer though right now in Wisconsin. It's like eighty five here right now, and it's only like sixty five in Florida right now. But thank you, um, Jesus, for this. We came out of the water because we were doing a handstand competition, obviously. And my mom goes, "There's a snake in the pool," and I was like, "What?" And my gogs were all fogged up, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't see nothing. I was like, "Great snake attack on my birthday." Everybody is peeling in the most. Thought they were. She was listen, kidding at first. Though. People in the most athletic. <laughs> An efficient way we're peeling out of that pool yeah we weren't the only ones like the, in the one pool. hand on the pool deck side hop all your body up and out of the water heidi and i were motion. like struggling to figure out which exit we wanted to use <laughs> you can't move fast where's, in water where's <laughs> the like, stairs or the three rung ladder it was every man for himself <laughs> we still had the gogs on when she said snake in pool, I immediately thought straight like anaconda. <laughs> like, it's going to eat me. Yeah, I'm going to tell like you. poisonous snake, too. It's like got to be a water moccasin or something. Yeah. Oh I look around. Gosh. Sure enough, there's a snake. Yeah. It's trying to get out of the pool. Yeah. It was the width of a pencil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a number two pencil. And then... <laughs> We were like, what do we do? We weren't at that moment still. We were not out of the pool. <laughs> and everybody else was. Some people hightailed it like out of they grabbed their things and left. <laughs> yeah. Like the the snake was gonna pursue them yeah. if they were on the pool deck. Yep. Mom was a sitting duck because she was in a pool chair <laughs> reclined Watching back. All of this. Yeah, and she's like, I told you girls. <laughs> <laughs> Always teaching us a lesson. And 
somebody got like literally a like a kid's sand bucket and like yeah. scooper wasn't it a maintenance guy and yeah. it started striking at the yeah. thing yep and we were like great wow yep and then we took i want to say like an eight mississippi break and like, then we went back in and we were like mm, go back in <laughs> And then Heidi was like one eye out of her goggles the rest of the time. Oh, like, I'm sure. not going to be caught. You guys told everybody about it. Yeah. Well, it, like, was, tra- was, it was traumatic. There was nobody that was going to have a good pool day that day because everybody knew that. We were like yelling been... to other condo towers, like, check your pool. We <laughs> had a snake over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like a, a seven and three quarter of an inch long. We're like number two pencil. Careful snake. where you walk. There was a snake today, and people are jumping three feet in the air because we th- they think we're telling them there's a snake right now. We were just warning them. We warned the entire state of Florida. Well, the Panhandle. Oh They're like gosh. trying to figure out if you're from Fargo, North Dakota, yeah, or Minnesota. Because of how you're talking. No, and then they find out you're from Wisconsin. They go, "Oh, you're from Wisconsin." Yeah. I'm like, oh, good. Here we go. Oh, Packers. Anywho. So last week, yeah, we talked about you popped the, the top on yeah. of your heavy topic. warfare. Yeah. Yes, important stuff. So, what are the weapons of your warfare? My buddy, um, when he when he was in the military and the AIT, I, he's still active, but he would always he was t- like telling me stories about when they went in like field maneuvers and training and stuff, and he was a medic, but he said they had to do all of their training like a lot of it in what they called their full battle rattle because he was he was active duty during war you know Mm -hmm. middle eastern wartime and so he like went through multiple deployments yeah yeah yeah, as a combat medic so he was Mm -hmm. front lines but he would talk about the stuff that he had to maneuver and carry in his pack and and like he said it built such a bond between him and his fellow soldiers um being in that lifestyle outside of like even here um they snap back into that that personality because they don't conduct themselves as civilians paul says in the bible that we're not to engage in civilian issues you know Mm -hmm. like we should never be moved by politics we should never be moved by the condition of man because we we know what the word says. We yeah. we have the the rule of law in our lives should be the the word. But what always stood out to me is the idea of this full battle rattle, and then we're told in Ephesians six to put on the full armor of God. Mm-hmm. It says we battle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, spiritual rulers, weakness, and heavenly realms. You know these these things in this earth, the antichrist spirit on this earth. Um, we need to have our full battle rattle on it. We're, we're called to be in this world, not of it. So we are not civilians here. We're, mm-hmm. we're to live as aliens passing through, right? And then we're given all authority over all power in the earth mm-hmm. through the name of Jesus, right? So when I... That's when I, the important part there. Right, right. You can do nothing of your own power. Mm-mm. That's what sets us apart from all these other philosophies and religions and stuff like that you know it, it's i've gotten to a point in my life where if somebody shares like a ch- ancient chinese proverb or something that comes from like an eastern religion or buddhism or something like that i won't even read that stuff anymore because i don't mm-hmm. have the real estate in my mind to share the truth of god and his holy spirit along with what would be truths of this world even though they might have good content or good context 
I still have to be completely surrendered and bring all my thoughts and imaginations into subjection to the true knowledge of God. That's what scripture says, mm-hmm. right? So, so when I think about um, our weapons of our warfare, then it always brings me back to these conversations and stories I would hear about these guys that um, when they were active duty and they were doing these deployments and they, they were in their full battle rattle, they were just wearing these packs that weighed 60 to 100 pounds all the time. They had to train in them. They had to wear them when they were, you know, just hanging out trying to eat their MREs or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. And and I think of us as Christians, we're called to be a militant force. We're the army of the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, Revelations talks about a remnant. You know, we're, we're if we're following God and we're subjecting our lives to him, and we're we're reborn. We're born again through the same death, burial, and resurrection as Christ. So that means we have got our water baptism done. We've surrendered our life to Christ. We've invited Him in. Um, may even already be filled with the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. with evidence. Now we're no longer of this world. Like Jesus came to to upset right. the 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 way that we would conduct ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, it would it would pit uh, father against son, sister against brother. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I think about that. Like, what are our weapons of our warfare? So we, we understand that, and we did touch on it last week. The name of Jesus, mm-hmm. the blood of Jesus, the finished work of the cross, the spirit of Jesus, our Holy Spirit that we're filled with, and mm-hmm. that, that is our helper. Yeah, and the Word. And then the Word. Yeah. Which... which Part of that armor is our feet being shot in the preparation of the gospel of peace. Mm-hmm. And being prepared for battle doesn't mean that you're antagonistic right? by nature. Mm-hmm. It means that you're ready for anything. Yeah. And it, it doesn't mean you're always just on the defense either. Right. At some point, when we step into our personal ministry, whatever that may be, it could be just witnessing to the people in your apartment complex. It could be um, leading small groups at church. It could mm-hmm. be whatever you're directed to do. It could be evangelizing and going into all parts of the world, whatever that might be, um, being effective in it and becoming offensive where mm-hmm. you're now coming in. You know, if like me with business, if I never tried to gain any ground or territory you know, I'd I'd have to work really hard um, and manage myself really well to to skate by on the minimums, right? But if I want to be prosperous and I want to and I want to bring people into the goodness of the service I offer, then I have to recruit new people. I have to recruit new customers. I have to bring them in mm-hmm. so that they can experience what I have and the talents that I have in ministry. It's wonderful to to try and maintain what we have and have our nice little comfortable group of, you know, 30, 50, 100 people. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the gospel's about. The the word says that the the borders of hell are are forever widening for a people that are not that were never meant to be there. It's a place of of punishment for for the enemy, Satan and his fallen angels. Mhm. So 
our job is to bring the good news of whatever God's done in our life today, yesterday, tomorrow, into that arena where we make an open show of what God's doing so that people are, they're, they're brought into it through the word of our testimony and they can see for themselves, like, I have a chance at this. Mm-hmm. You know, what God did for him, what if he does it in my life? And that's where we come in. He can do it in your life through those weapons right right yeah so heidi yeah we're gonna focus on name tonight so isaiah 9 6 for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder and his name will be called wonderful counselor mighty god everlasting father and prince of peace and then in proverbs eighteen ten, it says the name of the lord Mm-hmm. is a strong tower, the righteous run to it and are safe. So right out the gate, when we're talking about weapons of warfare and with the name, mm-hmm. those two scriptures right there are already putting characteristics behind that name. Right. Like scripturally putting characteristics. So that name now is Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, Strong Tower, Okay, he's our safe place. So when you say that name, that's the, what you should be thinking of. So He was called Emmanuel, a, too, God yeah, with right. us. So from a practical standpoint, when, when you find yourself in a situation where you genuinely need God and you need him to be your safe place, mm-hmm. what do you do? How do you use his name? I call upon him. How? I say Jesus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, or from the inner belly, right? So, um, when you respond to bad with your heart's cry, Jesus, mm-hmm. right? What I was getting at is like, because it's a weapon. So, you're not using a weapon towards Jesus, right? right. Like, no, he is the weapon. He's the weapon. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so what when you're, you're faced with something. Yeah. And you want to use the weapon of the name of Jesus and you need him to be your mighty strong tower. He's, he's your covering. Yeah. So how do you invoke his name? There are different applications of the name of Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. So for example, if I could say a name and if I don't know, like I could yell John, mm-hmm. Okay. And if I don't know who I'm calling out to, like if I don't know John, mm-hmm. I'm not going to recognize when John turns around and looks at me. Well, and, and the the biggest thing you have to realize is is when you look at like the story of the sons of Sceva in Acts, right? The thing, the difference between that name and every other name. Yeah. The reason why it can be used and wielded uh, like a sword or mm-hmm. a shield. Um when you look at that story and those people seen what what Jesus and the disciples had done they decided that they you know I think they were sons of a priest they were going to go out and they were going to try it too mm-hmm. and the spirit spoke out of the man and yeah. said Jesus we know yeah was it Peter or Paul Jesus we know so and so we know you we do not know mm-hmm and then it was a violent rage, and these men were beaten, stripped naked, and sent running down the road. Paul. Uh, 
Yeah, Paul. Jesus, we know Paul. We know mm-hmm. you. We do not know. So there's a difference in that name. There's no authority in your own name. I personally, so like right now, when it comes to, I'm this. wearing a T-shirt that has yeah. all these names of God, and a lot of them are, the majority of them are are like Old Testament Torah. You yeah. know, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Tishkanu. El Shaddai. El Shaddai, yeah. Elohim. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> the the getting caught up in the, the doctrines or ideologies of, well, it should be Yeshua, it should be Jesus. I'm not going off on some some whim saying that, you know, everybody's going to be saved because God no knows the attentions of our heart and we didn't really mean to do bad. I don't, I don't I'm not going that way. And, and I'm not going to say like, you can use any name in the place of Jesus. No. You can't. No. Um, th- there's a very specific anointing on that name, that God given name. Mm-hmm. And we need to be in fear and reverence of that. Yeah, absolutely. He's our advocate. He mm-hmm. sits at the right hand of the Father even now. And and even though you and all the powers of darkness bring case against yourself, mm-hmm. he's constantly advocating for your salvation. Yeah, absolutely. Philippians 2, 8 through 11 says, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at that name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. So applying that like for that scripture, how do I apply the name of Jesus in that scripture? Well, he's the name above every name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you have a diagnosis of anxiety, you know, that is mm-hmm. now an anxiety is a name. And now Jesus is above that name. So you get out your Bible. Yes. And you, you use that. <clears throat> yeah. Apply that you, verse. You, you bind that it. scripture yes. to your situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like a, a farmer would bind shafts of wheat together or, or hay into a bale. Uh, mm-hmm. To make it so that it's handleable, that you can manage it, mm-hmm. you bind those scriptures. Scripture actually says, "Whatever is bound on earth has already been bound in the heavenlies." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we're doing is what Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer: "Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it already is in heaven." Yep. So we're actually praying from from heaven to earth instead of begging from earth to heaven. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When we, when we invoke the name of Jesus, one thing that really, um, is interesting to me is, is several years ago, I was in a situation in a home where I had the opportunity to pray and lay hands on a practicing witch who her and her husband lead a coven of witches in the area. And it didn't end well. Mm-hmm. Like, let me go right off the bat. There's going to be people that say, oh, I would never go in that situation. Well, that's why God hasn't called you to that situation. Mm-hmm. I have a heart for people. Um, greater is he that is in me and he that is in this world. Um, they tried to put curses on me. They tried to end my life. It wasn't great. But I learned something there. Mm-hmm. When I laid hands on this woman's head because she had a degenerative eye disease um, that was like something passed down through the through the the bloodline Mm -hmm. um she had had headaches for uh 
consistent headaches every day for years, right? And then losing eyesight. I laid hands on her. It got a little ugly. Something manifested. I stayed in authority. I said, shut up. And I continued to pray. The headache left. Mm. Um, The eye did not get better. But I prayed according to God's will that he would seek and save that which is lost and that none should perish. And what I was praying, that God would open the door for her to hear the gospel and get set free from from the abominations that she was practicing. Mm-hmm. Because what a, what a tremendous testimony if this person would have gotten set free from devils and would have became a minister of the gospel mm-hmm. to people in that, in that particular um, cult practice, yeah. right? So when I finished praying and we were talking, and now this is me and my business, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm in my business with my business vehicle. I'm there to do a job, end up praying for this person. So don't tell me you can't witness at work because I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But I'm in this situation, and afterwards we have this little conversation, and she said, I notice you do everything in the name of Jesus. Yeah. And I said, yes, I do, because that's where all the power is. He's the only one who's died for us. He's the only one who's taken on all our, he who knew no sin, took all our transgressions and our sin upon him, and he actually put himself in a position where God the Father looked away because he couldn't look up upon that, right? Mm-hmm. Because he was this pure lamb that now was dirtied up with things that we hadn't even done yet. Yeah. So I said, I pray through Jesus because that's where all the power is and that's where we see things happen because mm-hmm. his, his name has power. And she says, well, the reason why I say that is because when them when they would be in their occult practices, and she, she had uh, professed to be white Wiccan, which they, they somehow confuse and, and mingle like ca- Catholic or Lutheran doctrine which, with witchcraft. So it's almost like how um, down south they do like sangria where they mix like Catholicism and voodoo. Mm-hmm. In like South America. Yeah, they do the, like black magic and stuff yeah. in Central yeah. America. Yeah. So they in up here in North America, apparently the 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 Wiccan people do the same kind of it's the same kind of distortion. Sure. So she said that when things get out of control spiritually, they will repeat the name Jesus. Hmm. So even though they don't technically have right to <clears throat> that name because of how they are spiritually, it still calms the spiritual atmosphere if they're if they're losing control of what's going on. So they invoke, they'll say Jesus and repeat Jesus. And I thought to myself, God, how could you let that happen? Like how is how is that possible that these people but his name doesn't lose power. Mm-hmm. And then it brought me to scripture where it says that many will stand before me and say, Lord, Lord, I cast out devils in your name, I laid hands on the sick and the repro- recovered, I prophesied in your name. It doesn't say that the stuff didn't happen. But it does say he'll turn to them and say, depart from me, you wicked, slothful servant, because I never knew you. Mm-hmm. So his name doesn't lose power. Right. It's interesting. So the power of his name. So Luke ten seventeen through 20, it's when the 70 return. Yeah. After he just sent him out. Then the 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord... Even the demons are subject to us in your name. Mm-hmm. 
And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Come on. Yeah. It's. It's like if on earth, yeah, people like if, if they know your father or your family, you know, we have like familial names that are, um, ubiquitous and people are familiar to people and they hear that name and it means something. Mm -hmm. It means something in this world. It drives Max nuts because he goes places and they're like, oh, you're joking, son. Mm -hmm. Right. I was always joking, sister. So I get it. Sorry. <laughs> and I'm Joe King's wife. Oh, God, man. God, God kinda, Pray for us. God kind of, <laughs> but he's done something there, and I don't get the credit for that. He, mm-hmm. He's had the opportunity to make an example out of me. Mm-hmm. And I'm blessed with the ability to still be alive. Right. And But there are times where... You know, you see this in Hollywood or on TV shows or movies yeah. and people are like, don't you know who I am? Yeah. Because they're being mistreated or, mm-hmm. you know, we used to, they a, are not receiving the right service or something like that. There was like a lo- local, a local, a local news guy personality back in the day. <laughs> Do you know who we're talking about? No, local. Uh, it, no. It's when Boston's was still around. There was a local news guy that did the like weather. Talking- Oh my gosh, Doppler dog. Don't no, it wasn't drop. him. No, it, it wasn't, wasn't him. him. It was it a wasn't different him. one, and I'm not going to say his name. Okay. But he was very, like, I mean, he. Had... I'm going to edit it out, but it was. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you thought yeah. he was the cat's meow, man. Oh, man. He had, like, he was the first he one to have gelled, tips. gelled spiky frosted tips. He yeah. was, like, he was like a cookie cut out of He friends. was very much a local celebrity. Like, he felt it. Yeah. We would, we would go, and we would eat and do whatever else and all the people restaurant near there yeah and they had they had a service industry night they called it sin night gross and all the people from like service industry would meet there mm-hmm. and then when they would get done with the local news they would come over there so after like 11 this place would fill up with all these local news local celebrity people mm-hmm. and week after week me and my friend would pretend to not remember him and he took it personal every week that's so funny he would get a few yeah. uh, a few libations in him and he would he would you know people be giving him all the 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 praise for mm-hmm. what a good job he did and then like we would which is hilarious because meteorologists are wrong so much yeah but, <laughs> yeah but my what i'm getting at is like people have entitlements through their name. My my whole point is that it's not like a foreign concept to people because there are there are people who uh, now it has like a negative connotation, right? Like nepotism, you're given certain privileges yeah. because of who you are, the family that you're part of. Yeah. But in in this sense, we are we are given certain authority but not it's not our authority. We're only able to use it. Right. 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 And when you're in right standing, yeah, you're in a place where you can use that authority and say, I, you're, 
your knees are going to bow, you know, and every tongue is going to confess yeah. like the name of Jesus is over this situation. Mm-hmm. And I think very truly that, that practical, like, what do you, what do you say? What do you yeah. do? Cause there's people that I don't think they know. And so you can take scriptures that describe the name of Jesus. And there's more that Heidi's going to read, but it's, you can very literally take that scripture and say, I'm dealing with this issue, mm-hmm. but I'm getting through it in Jesus name. Yep. Yeah. And here's why. Yep. And you pull out that legislation, just like we talked about last week. Yep. And you say the legislation in my Bible says yep. that the precedent is that every knee is going to bow yep. and every tongue is going to confess. And that this issue that I'm dealing with is subject to yeah. the name of Jesus. When I say subject, I'm talking about a subject in a kingdom. Right. It's under the authority of mm-hmm. the king, King Jesus. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that's the, that's the most important thing. And if you're being in right standing, having your armor on. Having a reverential fear of God. Yeah. Fear, respect. Because you won't misuse it then. Yes. Because even if you think about people here on earth that you are close with, you're not going to walk into some location and say, so-and-so sent me here and then act a fool. Yeah. And... Well, you know, have you have you guys ever had that experience where you've referred someone to work with you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're like, they, oh they man, if it. they flake, yeah, it's going to reflect so poorly on me. Yeah. Well, the minute somebody tr- is saying that they're operating in the name of Jesus, and then they flake off like that, mm-hmm. yeah, immediately people know. Mm-hmm. When yeah. you when you step out of the will of God, even though you're still trying to wield His name. It's not going to work the way you think. Revelation says we overcome mm-hmm. by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So when we use the name of Jesus, we are using and invoking the name of that lamb. Mm-hmm. And why? Because he died for us. So now through his name, we're applying his blood to our situation, to our life, for our healing, for our whatever, right? And I think... And I, I'll let you keep going, but I just wanted to in, interject and say, if people have a tr- have trouble grasping the concept of the lamb and his blood and what that perfect sacrifice meant, they need get in there and do some. Do you hear the birds? Mm-hmm. The windows open That's and it's fine. warm out. Um, they need to get in and dig into historical context and and research on your own. And maybe you guys will talk about it on a future episode. What that actually entitled you to? Mm-hmm. What did a per- bringing a perfect sacrifice in, and what it what all that entailed? Right, because it put you in right standing. Yeah, it, it that's how we become the prodigal. Right, you know, we go off, we squander our inheritance, we get an early taste of what we can do. We have our youth behind mm-hmm. us, we have our health behind us. We go out, we screw up. We end up eating with the pigs, and he's like, just just come home. Yeah. And then when we, when we come home, and we don't even know that he's watching for us, we walk back into the prosperity and the wealth of the Father. And when we do that, it's not just about finance, name it, claim it type no. stuff. It's about having the, the wealth and prosperity of peace, because nobody can buy a good night's sleep. Yep. Pastor Tim and I... I took him to a job where this guy is very, very, very wealthy. And we sat and we 
shared our testimonies and the gospel with him. And he said, you know, the one thing you guys have that I want is the peace. Yeah. He said, you guys are so peaceful sitting here with me who you don't know and just sharing intimate details of your life. And he goes, I don't have that. And he actually asked Pastor Tim, he said, if anything ever happens to me, will you be the one that buries me? Wow. And Pastor Tim's response was like, it's not about your burial. That's not what sends you off. It's about what you do now. That guy wrote a gospel song and was invited onto a radio show in Nashville because he, even though he's wealthy and he's from around this area, he played, he's a phenomenal musician, and he played for like very famous people. He's got pictures with him and all these people in his studio at his house. And so he gets invited to this, this radio show in Nashville and recorded a gospel song that he wrote after meeting dad live wow and then he sent it to me and like it's the coolest thing because it's like this you know this um kind of bebop doo-wop type guy Mm -hmm. you know with this he looks like i don't know he looks like uh but it made an impact yeah yeah and he wrote this beautiful song that Mm -hmm. is just from his heart about uh receiving christ and then what he's going to inherit when he gets there the riches of being in the kingdom of heaven so when you think about the blood of the lamb, you overcome by the blood of the lamb and you invoke the name of Jesus and you apply it to your every situation. Mm-hmm. So now I'm, I'm not alone in anything I do anymore. Right. Because he said, I, I'll stick closer to you than a brother. And when you say you apply it, that's what you say. Yeah. I yeah. apply the, the name of Jesus it. to this situation. Because he's every the prince of peace. Every knee shall bow, every right? tongue confess. Yep. Those knees will bow and those tongues will confess either now or in eternity. But it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And they know that. It'll either happen now or it'll happen on Judgment Mm -hmm. Day. But either way, it'll happen. Yeah. And the same goes for us. It's not just about angels and devils here. No. I will will bow by knee and I will confess either now or in eternity that Jesus Christ is Lord of Lords, Mm -hmm. King of Kings, Prince of Peace. So Revelation says you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Yeah. So what follows the name of Jesus is, is the testament of what he's done for you, mm-hmm. his consistency. So His we, name stands alone. Yes. Yes. And then we get to, we get to share our encounters. So when, when we apply the blood of Jesus or the name of Jesus to something in our life, we literally have all these testimonies. The, obviously, my deliverance was a big one. You know, because it kept me from going into eternity early. Mm-hmm. But there's so many other ones. Right. Everything from business ventures and equipment that we we had believed for, where we were waiting for God to bring in a large sum of money, and then all of a sudden he puts me in some guy's shop who, who bought the equipment on an auction mm-hmm. that I'm going to buy. Like, I could write a book just on testimonies. Do it. <laughs> yeah. It's in the works. Coming soon. This is another good one. It's Acts 4. It's 18 verses, so get comfy, but it's going to be good because it's when John and Paul were arrested. Mm -hmm. Now, as they spoke to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple, and the Sadducees came upon them, being greatly disturbed that they taught the people and preached in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid hands on them, and they put them in custody until the next day, for it was already evening. However, many of those who heard the word believed, and the number of the men came to be about 5,000. 
And it came to pass on the next day that their rulers, elders, and scribes, as well as Annas the high priest, Cyphus, John, and Alexander, and as many as were of the family of the high priest, were gathered together at Jerusalem. And when they had set them in the midst, they asked, By what power or by what name have you done this? Mm-hmm. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to a helpless man, by what means has by what means he has been made well, let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It's, it gets even like, chill. Yes. Seriously. Now, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated and untrained men, they marveled. And they realized that they had been with Jesus and seeing the man who had been healed standing with them, they could say nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go out of the council, they conferred among themselves saying, what shall we do to these men? For indeed that a notable miracle has been done through them is evident to all who dwell in Jerusalem and we cannot deny it. But so that it spreads no further among the people, let us severely threaten them that from now on they speak to no man in this name. Yeah, because the name of Jesus gives you freedom. Seriously. So they called them and commanded them not to speak at all nor teach in the name of Jesus. Yeah, because they couldn't control them because the name of Jesus gives you the every other name. ability. Yeah. Yeah. to to walk in signs wonders miracles and it it gives you even even i don't want to say more important than that but our personal peace right mm-hmm. so when we're when we're un, in affliction of the mind and those thoughts come that that are not so many own. people can't sleep at night oh yeah man. so many people can't sleep at night you know how many times we have like something happen and we don't go into some some you know depthy well-worded prayer we don't yeah we, we don't we go we don't go into some deep if you will yeah we don't we don't go into some articulated rant about what we want god to do we we sit and repeat the name of jesus mm-hmm. yeah until until we feel peace yeah it's funny you say that because just the couple nights ago jasmine was trying to go to sleep and she was just having like anxiety Mm-hmm. like at night and I said this is what I want you to do I want you to sit and just keep saying Jesus until you fall asleep forget counting sheep yeah like just say Jesus and she did it and she fell asleep yeah, yeah. oh just imagine? hush the crowd yeah could you imagine <laughs> like all I can picture is like mom 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 you know yeah You're like shut up yeah but Jesus is like oh I got their attention yeah. yeah. He's like, Suffer I'm, the little I'm children, man. I'm going to show up. Yeah. It's he not wants like a, little it's kids not, to come to him. It's not a Beetlejuice thing, though. No. You can't just like say his name three times and he pops up no. with some crazy idea. You have to condition your heart. You know, 
we we receive by the condition of our heart. You know, he knows the condition. He knows um, the intention is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. So like when we talk about tithing or anything like that, we're supposed to give based on the intention of our heart. And that's the same way it is with using the name of Jesus as as a weapon. The condition or the intention has to be him mm-hmm. and his purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, it has to line up with his will and purpose. My grandfather, before he passed, he seen like great miracles, right? And he wasn't perfect. We have like <laughs> there's birds chirping, sirens so going what? off, dogs barking, dogs barking. That's we're, funny. We're, we're a podcast that is is we're in our house in real life, yeah. And we'd love to be on payroll for this, but we're not. We're, we we just want to see people do well and receive word and and learn from from our learn from our victories and learn from our mistakes. Yeah. So I don't care if there's birds chirping or whatever. I kind of like birds chirping if yeah. I'm being honest with you. So, but <laughs> one, the of dog the, one of the conversations I had with grandpa. Yeah. Because he's seen such radical things throughout his ministry and his life was how do I get those answered prayers? He would, he would go into a situation in a jail cell where this person was facing life in in a penitentiary and they had no hope and when he'd leave they'd have hope mm-hmm. and not only would they have hope but they'd have the confidence in their own prayer language yeah i'm like how do i get to there and he says you always pray god's will and purpose mm-hmm. well what's god's will and purpose to seek and save that which is lost what was lost the punctual relationship that adam and he eve had with god in the garden every day in the cool of the day they knew when to hide he would show up he would walk and talk with them about their day he lost intimacy through sin we we have sin through that generational bloodline in us so we need through the blood of jesus through the cross of christ we are brought back into that relationship so seek and save that which is lost. <laughs> There's just more sirens. And then there. his other thing was that God would that none perish. You know, you're John 3, 16. That none would perish, but all have everlasting life. So if your heart intention is God's will and purpose, that none should perish, but all have everlasting life, then you will have the right condition or the right heart to be able to use the name of Jesus in Mm -hmm. authority. Father God, we just pray wherever that siren is going right now, that everybody is protected in the mighty name of Jesus, that there is peace there, that there is just your presence upon the situation, keeping everybody protected, safe. And we just thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to name a few because there's a bunch, but there's many many names and titles for Jesus mm-hmm. in scripture. Almighty one, Alpha and Omega. Our advocate in First John, it talks about how he advocates for us to the Father. Yep. Um, he's the author and perfecter what, hey, of our what, faith. What does that mean legally? To advocate? Yeah. Um, when you're advocating for someone, you're you're working on their behalf. Yeah. So to be an advocate is you fight for them. Yep. Um, and maybe maybe fight is a strong word. He's, you can advocate for a cause, mm-hmm. and you can 
take steps towards someone being able to do something or um, on their behalf. You vouch for them and and work things together for them. That's advocating for them. Um, author and perfecter of our faith, uh, bread of life in John, um, chief cornerstone, mm-hmm. deliverer, yes, good shepherd, yes, um, I am, yeah. Oh, you remember that song, the great I am? Yeah, I remember Joe singing it. Um, King of Kings, Lamb of God, Light of the World, Lion of the Tribe of Judah, mm-hmm. Hail, Hail, shout out Elevation Worship, um, Mediator, Messiah, Mighty One, the one who sets free, our hope, peace, Redeemer, the Risen Lord, the Resurrection, and the Life. So good. When you're naming all these, I totally did a full Bible study on this topic. Yeah, you did. Didn't even remember to bring any of that. Tonight. The way, the truth, the life. <laughs> the true vine. Yes. Yeah. So good. So. Colossians 3, 12 through 17. Um, this is like our character, like how mm-hmm. we should try to maintain and be every single day. Therefore, as the elect of God... Holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, meekness, long-suffering, bearing with one another, and forgiving one another. If anyone has a complaint against another, even as Christ forgave you, so you also must do. But above all these things, put on love, which is the bond of perfection, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which... Also, you were called in one body and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in a word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the God the Father through him. So back to that name, we should be doing everything through that name. Yes. The the Charity Gale song, I Speak Jesus. Love her. That Amen, is. Amen. Uh, that we sang on Sunday. That was a Charity Gale song. That um, the idea of, of using Jesus in his name as, as a weapon of our warfare, that's a song to pull up on like YouTube. Yeah, and actually play it and get the lyrics and sing it because the lyrics of that are pretty powerful and it it goes right along with this. It says, I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and over every mind because I know there's peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. Mm -hmm. Joe has a very good singing voice. I just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind because I know there is peace within your presence. I speak Jesus. All I can hear is Kristen. All I can do is cry right now. I just <laughs> want to speak the name of Jesus till every heart, till every dark addiction starts to break, declaring there is hope and there is freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name is power. Your name is healing. Your name is life. Oh, yeah. Break every stronghold, shine through the shadows, burn like a fire. 
I just want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus your name is power your name is healing your name is life break every stronghold shine through the shadows burn like a fire man it's so good shout Jesus from the mountains Heidi's literally crying Jesus about in it. the streets <laughs> Jesus in the darkness over every enemy Jesus for my family I speak the holy name of Jesus man that's good stuff everybody should go listen to that everybody right should, now we should put a link in there you should listen to it wake up in the morning put it on while you're getting ready for your day you know what Let's do that. Let's issue a challenge. It'll be the Jesus challenge. Do it literally morning and night. Yeah. And watch for transformation. Come yeah. on. In your life. Come on. And do it do it for a week. Let let but that I bet name, you'll keep going. Yeah. Let that name and that song be a catalyst for your for your spiritual growth in the week from this episode to the next one. Mm-hmm. And like put testimonies in our comments. Yes. Like get in there, get involved and let us read those because we, we want to see everybody prosper, you know, by, by what these teachings are mm-hmm. and what we've come through in life has all been because of the name of Jesus. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. We pray that you found encouragement through what we've shared. We would be so honored if you would make sure that you're following us. You should also find us on Instagram and Facebook. You can find us at at the Real King Podcast. That's at T H E Real King Podcast. And don't forget, we put out new episodes every Monday. See you next time. Oh,